Welcome to the Sherwin M Podcast, a podcast about the adventures of being Filipino-American. I'm your host, Sherwin. Happy Easter, everyone. Everyone who celebrates Easter. Um, this is episode 9, Holy Week. So before we get started, I just wanted to share that I went to a um, was an event uh, in Glendale, California. And Coco Martin was there. And I guess the, the show is called Coco and the Fantastic Four. And the Fantastic Four uh, are Chocolate. His, na- his name is Chocolate. Cho- Cho- Chocolate. Uh, Cape Rosas. Pokwang and Pooh. So all five of them were there. And it's like a variety show. Some comedy, some uh, like sketch comedy, singing, and just entertainment. And it was a lot of fun. Um, I, I don't go to these as much because I um, sometimes don't understand um, some of the things that they say. But I, did, I, I think I did pretty good. There was a couple of things that I had to ask Abby. Like, why are they screaming their heads off, you know? So, but I guess there's this little drama here and there and, you know, like relationships between certain people. So I guess we get overly excited and, um, yeah. So it was a lot of fun. Uh, It was like, I think two hours long and, um, just, man, just like, uh, I, what, what I've experienced in, uh, past, uh, events. I don't know what it is like with cell phones and and like tablets people you paid good money to watch and experience this don't like for the most of the show like record like enjoy it who 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 cares about the people who weren't there they didn't pay especially those people with big tablets it's just very annoying and it's so bright like you guys should be really considered about the people around you it's, it's really um disturbing so so please if, if you're one of those people who bring tablets or if you're one of those people who just sit and pay good money to watch these shows but rather than watch just pull out your smart device and record this it's like how are you how are you experiencing it? Like, get your money's worth, man. Sit back. You know, t- take a few pictures, but for the most part, just just sit back and relax and enjoy. Uh, and, and because it, it's somewhat, you know, distracting to other people. So please be considerate with, with um, the people around you. Um, so, but yeah, it was, it was fun. It was funny. Some of the jokes were pretty, uh, I guess dirty (laughs) but it's it's funny like just just common filipino delivery um but yeah i i don't think i would have my kids go because i would be stuck with questions that they'll more than likely ask (laughs) but there were kids there there were kids there but that's that's really um all i wanted to share before we get started episode nine holy week so holy week is the week that leads up to Easter. Holy Week is is big in the Philippines because most of the people there celebrate it. The um, religion is Catholic or some version of it. 
and um, so it, it it's it's the week that leads up to Easter and I guess things start on Palm Sunday which is the Sunday prior to Easter and most schools if not all schools or Catholic schools or you know um, they they close they close for the entire week this is pretty much their version of like spring break I guess and so they yeah they don't have any school uh, and a lot of businesses also shut down for the entire week. Um, so some businesses don't shut down until I believe Wednesday. Um, so Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, they're closed. Like uh, radio stations, uh, for those who still listen to the radio, they they shut down um, their daily programs. There are they're not broadcasting any new shows. They'll either like have reruns or they will um, play like religious themed shows uh, on the radio. This also happens um, on on television. Uh, many shows um, don't don't record or televise new shows. It's just um, they, they take the entire week off. And um, what they will show are also like religious themed programming. So, and many of them, like, they'll, they'll fly out and just have a vacation and, and go elsewhere. Or they just um, hang out with family. So it's, it's pretty interesting that most of the country behaves this way. Um, the closest that I can think of um, in America that we have like that is, like, Thanksgiving. I mean, I know we have Christmas here. And it's celebrated, I guess, uh, you know nationwide in terms of um you know considering it as a federal holiday but uh, throughout the years that i've been here it seems that thanksgiving is um, a bigger celebration keep in mind in america there's so many different religions so that's why the focus on religious theme holidays aren't really that high because everyone has a different religion so i guess the holiday that many people can relate to is thanksgiving Especially the day after um, Black Friday, which um, you know is supposedly the biggest uh, shopping day uh, of the entire year, but in in recent years it hasn't really been that great. But you know, good good marketing strategies that companies use still make it you know a, a big um, purchasing day for people. So yeah, in America we there aren't really a, a religious holidays that. Uh, we celebrate similar to like Holy Week, just because we have different religions here. So, but I wanted to um, take some time in this episode to just share with you what happens during Holy Week in the Philippines and what um, many Filipinos do during Holy Week, even when uh, we're not in Philippines. So, Visita Iglesia is um, Tagalog and Spanish. Um, so, Visita means visit. Iglesia means church. And what that means is um, people visit churches. Uh, it's about seven churches um, from Monday, Thursday. Mo- Monday, M-A-U-N-D-Y, Thursday. Or Good Friday. And recite the Stations of the Cross. Um, there's 14 of those Stations of the Cross. So they visit um, seven churches and, and recite those. In the 1970s, people recited all 14 stations in one church, but more recently, 
um, it's custom to pray two stations at each church. Now, just imagine um, how difficult it is to travel in the Philippines, especially just a common person. Not, not everyone could afford to move about. Um, especially, church, there aren't many churches like in America. Each city may have three or four um, churches in one like area. In the Philippines, it's it's rare to have more than one church. So you would have to go out of your way and travel, especially when you get into the provinces. There, there are chapels and stuff, but in terms of, I guess, what you would count as a church, there aren't that many that are close to each other. So this is part of the part of their sacrifice where it, they would spend an entire day just traveling to each church and um, do the station of the cross. Now, I remember when I was a young kid, um, I would go with my, my mom and my grandma, my mom's mom. And so they, I don't think we really practice Visita Iglesia in America, but we, um, I would go with them to church. And I noticed that like my mom and grandma would just get on their knees and kneel and they would go around the entire church and they would do the stations of the cross and they would do it in front of each station of the cross. And there are 14, but they, they would be on their knees and they would just kneel and they would travel throughout the church doing it. And I would just sit down, my brother and I would just sit and um, stay put till they were done. But I've always thought like, wow, man, th those uh, floors are pretty hard. <laughs> And, and my grandma was, was old at that time already. And so, and my mom was, you know, fairly old as well. But, you know, I guess growing up, like, uh, as I get older, I'm like, okay, so I guess that's their sacrifice, right? Because, um, you know, that's the whole story um, with uh, Holy Week and Jesus dying um, on the cross for our sins and stuff. So that is, I guess, their version of sacrifice. They would just... Um, get on their knees and kneel and pray. Um, I, I've tried it a few times and, and tried to be next to my mom as she does it. I I mean, I was a younger kid. I couldn't do it. Like my knees would just um, be so bruised up and hurt. And I just I just stopped like maybe three stations in like I just couldn't couldn't do it. But so they would do it. They would do it for the entire 14 stations. So yeah, that's that's um that's their penance, that's their sacrifice, right? So another memory of mine growing up, I remember on Good Friday, um, like right after lunch, like we we are just still, uh, we can't move. We were getting so much trouble, my brother and I, because apparently like around three o'clock is when like Jesus died, right? And so we were supposed to just be quiet, sit still for like hours. We, we weren't allowed to, to do anything. Um, when we were younger kids, that's, that's what we did. Our, our, our parents just made us sit for a couple of hours, like two, three hours during that time, um, just, just to be in silence. And as we get older, though, I mean, you know, um, it is more difficult for us to be like that and, you know, and, or sometimes we just won't be home. But, um, I just, I just remember, um, like when we go out, my mom would be like, well, if you're going to go out, don't play loud music in the car, 
Jesus is dying today or something, you know. So, and so there, there are names uh, for the different days. And so Thursday is Monday, Thursday, as I mentioned before. And then there is Good Friday. And then there is, um, I guess, Holy Saturday, I think. But in, um, okay, Holy Saturday. And then you have Easter Sunday. And so in, in Tagalog, Monday, not Monday, but Monday, Thursday, uh, in Tagalog is Huebes Santo. And then Good Friday is Viernes Santo. So Huebes is Thursday. Friday is Viernes. So for those who are familiar with Spanish, it's, it's pretty similar, if not the same. And then um, Santo means saint. And Holy Saturday in Tagalog is Sabado de Gloria. So now let's talk about Saturday. There's a lot of things going on um, traditionally on Saturday. Sabado de Gloria. So Sabado de Gloria is when families get together and they get together around a body of water. Um, people go swimming. People like just wet each other. And I, I asked my parents and my wife, I'm like, what is the significance of um, like wetting people or being wet? And they didn't have, um, they didn't have an answer for me. Like they didn't know. Uh, it was just a thing. So I, I, I tried searching for it. And I guess um, people just gather just to be with one another. And it's kind of like a reunion thing, a mini reunion. And they have picnics. Now on Friday... Uh, we we attended mass. There was a church mass, and one of the the priests had a homily, and he was saying that um, the significance of water, like at least how I understood it, was on Saturday. It's like a new beginning, um, because Jesus will be um, resurrecting. So it's like a new beginning, a new um, new life, right? Uh, it's like baptism all over again or something, something like that. Hopefully I understood that correctly. So I guess that's what the significance of uh, the involvement of water. And so so people people have gatherings uh, usually uh, near a body of water, whether it be a pool, a beach, you know, stuff like that. And they'll have picnics and they just they just bond. Families bond and hang out. Now, on top of this. Okay, so the next thing I wanted to share with you, um, just if you have um, little kids uh, listening to this podcast, maybe it's a good time to either skip or get ready to explain if you have them listen. But it's all about circumcision. <laughs> or in Tagalog, it's pagtutuli. So, um, Sabado de Gloria is one of those um, days where many boys... Um, get circumcised. <laughs> and so the process begins early in the morning. And um, so, the, so the boys would, would take a bath. So, so mind you, in, in the Philippines, um, most, most of the time, if not all, um, boys that are born don't get circumcised right away. Um, I don't know if it's still true today, but, you know, during my time and you know, <laughs> um, until at least 10 years ago, I know it's still, it's still like that, um, where 
yeah, boys don't get circumcised till till later when they're older. I I don't know what what it is, but um, yeah. So it's called pagtutuli. It's circumcision, and and this is like the traditional way, um, of of like the process, right? So yeah, so the boys would wake up early, and they would take a bath just to clean themselves up, um. And it's it's usually done in a forested area, so girls would not see it done. Now, there are beliefs that if a girl sees it done, the boy's uh, Easter egg <laughs> would grow big. So that's that's like the belief. So that's why they they go in the forest somewhere and and they just do it. And and usually the person that does it is like an elder person, like he's an elderly person. Um, maybe he's like albul albulario. Or just someone who is um, trusted and respected in like the village or the you know town or whatever, um, and so, so yeah, they do it in a forested area, somewhere secluded, um, and it's usually from from other stories that I've heard, it's usually done by a, a body of water as well. <laughs> so the next thing they do is they they boil uh, bayabas. Bayabas is like. Um, it's guava leaves, I I think I hope, and so that is used to to clean the area, okay. So the next thing they'll do is they they have a a hole is made in this white cloth, like it's a square cloth, it's white, and they um they poke a hole, and that's where your um uh <laughs> you know the boy's thing is inserted, okay. So um. Basically, I don't know if I want to go into more details, but um, but yeah, so they they do th they do this manually, right? And so they pretty much just just chop the skin. They sit down. There's like a razor, and they during this process, um, like the boy would be chewing on the the guava leaves, the bayabas. He would be chewing on it, right? And so, um, yeah, the, the, the elder person would, would just, you know, give it a haircut, <laughs> give it a haircut, I guess, um, with just, <laughs> I don't know how, how to explain it without being uh, dirty or anything. I'm not trying, I'm not trying to be dirty, but, uh, <laughs> but anyway, they, they do it. And when they do that process, um, the boy is supposed to spit out, um, what he's chewing on the bayabas and he would put it around the wound and then they jump into a nearby lake river or ocean um i i don't know what the significance of that is and to be honest i didn't go through the process i <laughs> I, I didn't go to the process so let's just uh, that's why i'm not too familiar I've, I've seen it in movies uh my dad talked about it because he went through that process but anyway um yeah, you're you're supposed to jump um, to a body of water. That's why it's done near near uh, a body of water uh, when everything's done. I, I don't know. It's kind of it sounds like it's unsanitary, but but that's what they did. That's what they did. Like this is one of the um, you know right rites of passage, I guess, to becoming a man or something. But but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so so yeah, um, Sabado de Gloria. Uh, they, they this is another um, thing that they do. Uh, many many kids do. Many boys go through.
So shout out to those who went through this process this year. Um, hope you made it out okay. <laughs> um, but yeah. So the other thing that my, my mom mentioned was like, I guess in, in from her town, um, what people did was they got on tables and made the kids like jump up and down so they can grow taller. And this was done during Sabado de Gloria. So I don't know if uh, I did it. Even if I did, uh, I guess I was immune to this effect. You know, spoiler alert, I'm not that tall. So I don't think it worked on me. Um, maybe I didn't jump high enough or I didn't jump enough. So, but yeah, she was sharing with me that I guess in some places um, you should be jumping up and down uh, on top of a table um, so that it encourages height, height growth or something. I don't know. So, yeah, but that's, uh, that's, that's Sabado de Gloria. And um, now we have Easter Sunday. I don't really have much information about Easter Sunday, um, except uh, early morning there's a procession, uh, like a parade, and they call it uh, Salubong. And Salubong is like the welcoming of Jesus. And so um, throughout the towns, they would they would have these long processions, and it's just to celebrate. So in the Philippines, we don't have Easter bunnies. We don't have any egg hunts. Um, I remember growing up, um, I went to a few like um, Catholic schools and they never really did that because like Easter Bunny isn't part of Easter. Like this is just something that, you know, was commercialized, I believe. I don't know. So never really did that growing up. Uh, I mean, later on, I guess it, it became welcome in some places, um, like the Easter egg hunt and stuff. But yeah, uh, we never really did that. And I don't believe the Philippines um, has that. Because uh, cho chocolate is expensive in the Philippines. Uh, if you don't know, now you know. It's very expensive in the Philippines. And so, um, and, and, and buying like those plastic eggs and putting the chocolates inside. Yeah. Or coloring, um, coloring like hard-boiled eggs. Like we don't. At least when I was there, we didn't do that. Like, we ate the hard-boiled eggs, but we never colored it. Paint probably cost much, too. Um, so, <laughs> never really did any of that. Um, maybe they're doing that now, but when I was there and growing up, never never did that. So, so it's primarily just all religious-related stuff, like, you know, what, what Catholics um, celebrate and do. So... That's really about it. I'm, I hope everyone had a good Holy Week, um, those who celebrated it. Um, hopefully everyone had a good Easter. Happy Easter once again. Uh, let's all celebrate um, if you celebrate it. And that's it. Episode 9, Holy Week. I hope you enjoyed the show. Um, please check out my page on Facebook at facebook.com slash Sherwin M podcast. Check out the show notes at podcast.sherwinm.com slash nine. And if you're on social media like I am sometimes, find me at W1N78. That would be on Twitter, on Instagram. Add me, send me a message, do all that stuff. 
And if you use a podcatcher app, please don't forget to subscribe uh, to the Sherwin M podcast. You could just search it and just subscribe. That way you don't miss out on any new episodes. If you get a chance, please rate me on iTunes and that would be great. It would help out. Otherwise, um, enjoy the rest of your week and I will see you on the next episode. Thank you.